Hello and welcome to World Shop, the podcast where we review the things that I forced Cody to watch. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Jordan. I feel like you shouldn't act like you made me do something arduous. You were like, here's two hours of good television. And I'm like, here's 7,000 pages of a comic book. Yeah, yeah. here's um four volumes of about 400 pages each. And, and another show that's 178 episodes, about 133 hours of television. Yeah. That aren't all good, and apparently some of it's racist. Um. Oh, yeah. If we're going to talk about racist Star Trek. Well, you never gave me the episode list, so we Woo. can't talk about Star Trek yet. That's okay. Anyways, Cody, please. You So you finally, after years and years of asking, well, actually, I think only like a year and a half. I don't think it's asking, been out for years and years. <laughs> it's, it's like a year and a half, almost two, I think. But it was definitely like within the beginning of this show where it was released. But like, you finally watched Fully Cooly Alternative. Not progressive, which I'm happy you didn't make the mistake and watch the wrong one because I would have been devastated. Well, you finally watch Alternative. What are your like first thoughts about it all? Just kind of like, you know, just general summary of how you felt about it. So o- overall, so not surprised that I enjoyed this a great deal. It is absolutely in my wheelhouse that this is something that I would Good. enjoy. Um, that being said... Going back and thinking about it, I, I like. Oh no! Oh no! No, this isn't bad necessarily. Oh, okay. It, I think, my only problem with it would be it feels less. Um, it feels less well meshed together. If that makes sense. To to a point, this feels a little bit. Well, I mean. I don't know. I feel like the first one was also the same feel. The first one was disjointed, but um, I'm trying to think of the right way to explain this. I think maybe what it is, is that the story removing all of the bonkers stuff from the story. If you were to just take the story for the first four and a half episodes, I think. Um, basically until pets leaves um the anime works without any of the bonkers stuff yeah it really does and then the last the end of it is just kind of bonkers until the very end of it um but i feel like with um flcl the original Mm -hmm. it was just like scene one he gets run into by a moped and then yes. she has like a chainsaw fight in space it's like immediately crazy the entire backdrop is crazy and i think that in the original that works to its benefit because like it's like he's the straight man in his own life you know like yes. everything around him is insane and he's just trying to be like a normal person but everything around him is crazy uh whereas in this one it was like and this kind of fits, I guess. Now I'm saying it, it almost kind of works that she's like comfortable in her life and just mm-hmm. trying to live her life, and then crazy stuff just randomly pops in. Well, because that's what the um, that's why I was saying. It's like I thought it was more about like you're growing up, life is changing, but you want everything to like remain the same. Like you want it to always be you and your four friends hanging out for all of eternity, but everything's changing around you and then it's made even more so by the crazy bonkers stuff happening with Haru Haru Haruko. Yeah. 
I forgot that like, her name was Haruhara. Yeah, her, her name is Haruhara Haruko, and I love it. <laughs> I just love how great. So this is like, I guess. So so what what are some like standout moments to you, and then we can we can get to that. Um, I think the first episode was kind of my favorite. Really, just because I really wanted them to launch the rocket. Yeah, yeah. Um, like it was just such a nice like effortless cre- it effortlessly created the feeling of friendship really well it reminded me so much of high school like it was such a realistic like high school life like yeah them hanging out them oh let's build this rocket and then like like you know doing it hanging out after school and stuff it just it was so realistic high school for me yeah it, it like it hit that on the head really well mm. um so i was i was in I was impressed with that just because of how well it gave that like feeling and that emotion of hanging out with friends and very low stakes. So I, I really enjoyed the first episode for that reason. Um, and see, this is like why I pulled up the episode list. Yeah. Um, and then I'm trying to, bah, 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 bah. I liked the one that focused on, is her name Mosana? The, the one that's like a fashion designer. Yes. Yeah who also works construction somehow like that was <laughs> another high one that, age child. yeah that that was another one that i thought was like a good like lesson on how to be involved in someone's life like there's a right and a wrong way to kind of interject yourself and try to be overly helpful um mm. and i i enjoyed that um and i also would say that like the end where she just like admits to herself that she was annoying and is okay with it was an interesting way to end it where she was like, it's like learning to be okay with the fact that you had foibles at some point in your life is part of growing up. Um, you know, is like being able to look back on your high school years and be like, some of the things I did were stupid. That is okay. Like it it does not make me a bad person. You know, I guess that part didn't really like, click with me until you just said it but i realized like a lot in anime it's like i guess to a point being the perfect version of yourself like leveling up to defeat the evil and like crushing down the parts of you that are flawed to be this perfect version that can fight the evil but in this it was like i have flaws i did these kind of shitty things and you know what i'm fine with this because i like who i am and i still want to continue to live this life that i have so yeah i think that's i think that's an interesting take on it i i think that it like the end of it was gaining the confidence to like own your flaws rather than Mm -hmm. necessarily overcome them like yeah she wasn't suddenly a different person it was more that she was just comfortable recognizing who she was and that her friends were very important to her and that she had made mistakes that was okay um so I liked it. I thought the like big emotional end was appropriate that it yeah. was like she had to stop holding back and stop trying to like hide from feelings that she was having just be able to be like you have to be able to express yourself. You have to mm-hmm. be able to like say who you are and what you want and what's going yeah. on in your mind. And turn so I, super saiyan and teleport your um whole city to a different planet because you know normal stuff in Fully Cooley. 
Is that what happened? I think. <laughs> right? I just kind of thought that they just like stopped the bat. I didn't even need an explanation. For yeah, there, it, there, you know? there's not really an explanation. So, okay, the one thing I will point out, like, so uh, there's so many places I want to go with this whole conversation. I can't even think where to start. But I guess one the starting first. So in my mind, like this felt like it was either, like I said, either a completely like alternate universe which like you know the name alternative like it could either refer to the music or it could just be an alternate story is what i thought like because there were really no signs of the original other than the robots yeah the tv headed and then but like if you also at the last episode where haruko is kind of flying through space i think it's either her hair or her eyes if you look closely you'll see flashes from the original anime in her face yeah 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 so like that that's what I thought was like maybe it's like oh you're seeing the other world or maybe remembering the past as it happened so many years ago but I just thought it was a completely different alternate story. I took it as existing in the same world in the okay. future because she talks about how like she doesn't age she's been yeah. 19 forever or whatever. Um so I really like that kind of like introspective like scene where like she's sitting and is like yeah I don't age this is just I'm going to keep being like this and doing this for eternity oh also i really liked the government guy yeah <laughs> like the boring bureaucrat who's like guzzling painful soup yeah <laughs> um and like i can't remember what the line is but he's just like i'm just a normal guy trying to survive <laughs> like he's just so like beaten down and determined he's just like standing on top of tanks just like shoot at it it's not gonna work. I still have to. I still have to do that, though. I I just like how that's such a Cody character. Like, like, cause I'll talk about it later. But like, I read Hellboy, and he kind of matches like that Hellboy type Cody yeah, character. Yeah, a really little bit. Like, yeah. Where it's just kind of like, oh, okay, here we go again, type character. But I I will say, I guess one of my favorite lies from the whole thing just it's what. Pretty much, like, every time Haruko talks, I just love just everything that happens because it's so insane. But the second episode, um, when they're, like, you do it, like fighting the Transformer on the, like, van, Akana's driving, and Haruko picks up her guitar, like, using it as a gun. She's like, um, women are from Mars, men are from Venus. I don't know about you, but I have a really big penis. And it shoots <laughs> this rocket on a Transformer. And I lost yeah. it because that's just so funny. Also, it's men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Yo, yeah, whatever. But it's just a giant penis. Yeah, like, I don't know about you, but I have a really big penis that just blows up a car. And I just that whole like, I think the craziness from the show they did a good job. Like progressive, it felt like they were trying too hard. For this, it felt like the craziness was just a part of the show. Was just yeah, was just, like it didn't feel like it was try hard. It didn't feel like it distracted too much from things. It just felt like it was part of this world. Well, and, and I thought it was just balanced very well by like the core group of friends that were so familiar. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I will say that that was like definitely a big part of it that sold me was that group of friends yeah. and how different they all were from each other. Um, I really liked the kind of, I liked that one of them was like the perfect girl model, but she wasn't like a dick about it. Yeah. She never sense. like rubbed it in her face. She wasn't a bitch. Like she just, that was, she was a model girl. You know? Yeah. And like, that wasn't 
that didn't make her like above everything else. Oh, I think my other favorite part was I can't remember when it happened. Oh, it's when they launch the rocket and then it like explodes and smashes water onto him. Yeah. And that one girl gets wet and then all of her friends are laughing at her and she turns into a monster and starts like suplexing them into the ocean. Yeah. And I'm like, that's hysterical. I liked that. That that is, it's a hundred percent. It just like felt so realistically high school. Like, especially that group of friends, because like my friends were like that where all of us were like we all were in the same stuff we were all like very similar but like vastly different like to that level where like it didn't matter really we all had our different likes different things we were into but we were still best friends no one was above the other one because like you know i became an engineer but like that didn't make me above my friends we were all like on an equal level and i thought that like they they played out like the ideas of a high school life very well um and so I think actually I think the most standout episode to me was the fifth episode, the like kind of falling out between Pets and Kana. Yeah, I I don't know I re- I really like that episode. So I guess so two things I'll kind of get to that. So like when I pitched this, I mentioned that I really like the environment that the show presented. Like the world building is one thing, but like every environment like the background scenery i thought they did a really good job showing so with the fifth and sixth episode like the environment that something is vastly wrong and like kind of the world ending type thing and so it goes from being like light high school stuff until the fifth episode like the streets are more empty and it almost like when she goes visits kana's mother it almost feels like a horror movie i like that they created those yeah. different environments and then the six episodes where like all the streets are empty like the air is thick and hot because of the steam and all of that like the world is actually quote-unquote going to end and like you get that feel from how they draw it how they show the streets empty like they're sitting on the beach alone there's no cars driving by in the background it's just empty and i thought that was really really well done i think that stands out because I don't really think other animes do a good job at making the environment feel like what's happening is actually happening. Like, oh, the big bad guy is destroying the world. But like, you know, it doesn't ever really truly feel like that. Yeah, that felt all of a sudden like Neon Genesis Evangelion, where like cities are just empty all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, And I will say that like, yeah, episode four and or is it four and five or five and six? Five and six. Yeah, episode five and six are extremely depressing. Um, but it's so well done. <laughs> it's very well done, but it is, like, creepily miserable um, for the tone of the show, where it does take, like, a hard turn into, like, Pets leaves them without much explanation and leaves the planet, and then she stays gone, and they never reconcile. Okay, so that whole thing, I kind of want to talk about that really quick. Is this... I, I love that. Like, yes, it was depressing. And like, I watched this as it was coming out. And then for the last, because they were showing, like, they posted it on Adult Swim after it showed. And that's how I watched it because I had access to that. But for some reason, they did not post the last episode until a week later. So I literally had to sit in episode five for two weeks. And just that utter depressing ending for two weeks before I saw, like, the end of it. But um, I guess the... That episode, it really, it stood out to me because 
every other anime at the end of the episode, like, you know how she has that scenes like, oh, everything's okay. We're best friends again. And then she wakes yeah. up and it's a dream. Every other anime would have just ended at the, oh, everything's okay part. And then they would have been best friends in episode six and like save the world. Yeah. And it just didn't do that. It didn't do that. She, they have a falling out fight. She says that she hates her. And then there is no reconciliation. She doesn't get to see her again. She doesn't get to say sorry. She, um, pets takes the hair ribbon, puts in her hair and trades off. And that's the last thing that they have of each other. And then she leaves. That's all. Yeah. It's done. Their friendship is over. And I think it was a very realistic thing on friendships. Yeah. Where it's like, not everything's going to be okay. Sometimes your friendship just ends. Yeah. Like some stuff doesn't last. And, and I mean, like, I think both of these animes do a good job or like FLCL and FLCL alternative. Both did a good job of like capturing modern teenage angst. Yes. And like the the like statement of the rich people literally just fleeing the problems <laughs> of these other teenagers and just like giving the middle finger to the world and being like, we're living on Mars later losers. Bye. And then like blasting off into space is like, well, that's pretty, that's, that's, that's pretty darn that feels accurate. pretty real. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I liked that that worked on multiple levels where like you don't learn a lot about pets, but I kind of hate pets. Um, Why do you hate pets? <laughs> Hold on. I mean, like, Okay, she does, like, resent her friend or, you know, her ex-friend for, like, a semi-imagined slight. And then she bails on the world with her money. And I'm like, well, you know what? Like, maybe you and pets were, like, okay when you were kids. But as adults, you and pets are not going to be able to be friends anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, and also, I like, the thing that stood out to me, like, when like I went back and watched like a couple episodes again when i got to the fifth episode when i was this is why i've watched it so many times but like you notice pets isn't in it as much as the two other friends like she's no kinda she's to the not side and like fifth episode you realize that's on purpose like they did that like they didn't just forget a, like write too many characters and forget about a character like other animes do like they actually were showing this whole time it's like oh yeah no pets is kind of to the side because she resents kind of this whole time well and it's like it's showing that like these types of distances grow in friendships for yeah. sometimes external reasons and i i like that there was an external reason like as as much as you can try to hang on to people they are from totally different worlds at some point you know yeah like maybe they could have reconciled if like all of society was not forcing them apart but the, that's you know the reality of things is like things are going to change and as you become an adult sometimes these like i don't want to say immature friendships but somewhat maybe like less thought out friendships do kind of pass by the wayside yeah and i mean like i i see part of like the point of view of pets is like oh like because when kind of went to the house like oh i didn't really know like anything about her and then you realize, like, she never really tried to know anything about her friend. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think you're wrong, and I don't think it's like one of them is terrible and no, one I think of them is not. Both kind of terrible, but you know, that's high school. Well, <laughs> eh, like I don't know. I wouldn't say they're terrible. I think that's the point. Is that like messing up in high school doesn't make you terrible? It's part of being in high school, yeah. you know. Um, and so I, I think it's like a growing thing that. Yeah, like sometimes not every friendship lasts and it's maybe for external reasons. I, I don't know. It was it was a fascinating relationship with more depth than you would assume from from, from anime. Yeah, well, from anime and from like this type of anime, you know, where Pets is just like this character standing in the background and all of a sudden she's gone. Also, she you find out she hates you in peace. Yeah. And I I, I don't know. I just really like it's again those last two episodes were kind of miserable well most of the last episode was kind of miserable but you you it does make a lot of sense and it does shows like truly it's like not everything works out like all happy they don't reconcile she doesn't really even get to say goodbye and like that's yeah. part that carries on to the sixth episode where she's upset about it and like they're all sitting on like the um by the ocean kind of like watching the rocket launch and then they start like singing that one song and then kind of like they have their moment where they well where she accepts that this happened my friend left didn't get to say goodbye didn't get to reconcile but i still love you and i, I like that yeah and I and uh, i mean it was it was a it was a very good anime and i was not at all disappointed by it i'm really um, see like i it's one of those things where like i recommended you a bunch of stuff but like this is the one i knew regardless you would probably like there was a chance you would hate it because like you do end up hating some things i like but it felt like something you would like <laughs> yeah i mean this is definitely the one that had the easiest sell on it <laughs> um which i mean i already liked the prequel so you know i mean I, I think eventually give progressive a try, but I think alternative and the original are the true standouts, like true, really good coming of age, high school, well, middle school slash high school animes that just do a good job at what they set out to do. Well, and I, I'll say that I appreciate this one for kind of almost having the opposite stance of like in, um, original fl seal it was more about a little kid being a little kid you know yeah like it was kind of like an anti-coming-of-age story sort of um where like part of it was him accepting his youth as like you know what i mean mm. like um he wasn't an adult yet and didn't need to be whereas this one was very much the opposite where it was about her like accepting more that she was an adult and that that was okay um so i liked that difference in the message you know it wasn't the same story it wasn't the same coming of age story yeah no i i mean yeah it's like i said they're both very unique like same same like through line of haruko just being the absolute most insane character and blowing stuff up and like having ninja fights with a guitar and giant robots and like, like, for people who haven't watched it, I just wanted to, like, to listen to this and just be like, okay, yeah, this really, like, interesting high school drama with four friends, and then eventually one of them has to fall out, but there's a Transformer in the second episode, there's, like, I think it's the third episode, there's a random rap battle in there, and, um... Oh, gosh, is there? No, the, the like, part where she, like, she 
finds yeah, Haruko. Yeah, like, you're right. Yeah, she finds Haruko in the middle of nowhere, and Haruko just starts rapping for no reason. It <laughs> it a very like it's a very like '90s hip hop music video style, and I was yeah, laughing yeah, that yeah. whole. It was just so ridiculous. Like, why is this? Why is this happening right now? It's like. There's a fashion show where like things explode during and like a giant robot that like almost destroys the levels the whole city. And also she works at a ramen shop where this FBI agent keeps showing up and downing spicy food because the top of the spice shaker always falls off into his food. You know, I was trying to think about like the metaphor of that. <laughs> And this might be BS, but hear me out. Okay, go for it. I actually think that pretty much sums up his character, which is like he wants something nice and then a nightmare happens to it. And he's and like, he just has to doubt it. I'm going to eat it anyways. I'm fine. I just love that's just like his character is like everything is terrible. And he's just like, I'll eat it. I don't care. Like, don't even worry about it. And then he eats the whole bowl and he's like, seconds, please. Yeah, yeah, and he says, seconds, please, after. And I mean, there was like a slight metaphor at the end where like he orders a different meal and she's like, freak. she kind of freaks out. It's like, wait, you always get this? It's like, oh, no, not yeah. everything can stay the same. Like, well, and I like that too, that she's like, just like today, you can't order something yeah, different. Like, you're not you allowed. He's like, same. nah, <laughs> things change, bro. <laughs> But also, she goes Super Saiyan at the end. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, sort of. It teleports the whole entire... I don't know what actually happens. I don't know. I just... I thought it was great. I've watched it multiple times. And, like, after recommending it to you, I'm like, I could watch it again. It's only two and a half hours. <laughs> right? It's, like, as long as a movie. Hold on. Let's see how many... Well, it's, like, what? Like, 25-minute episodes, Hold on. Right? It's 23 minutes. So, yeah, two, two and a third. Like, yeah... It's, you can watch, like, I remember there was one weekend where I watched all three back to back. Well, I watched the first one on Friday night, second one um during the day on Saturday, and then the third one, I think I watched it either at night on Saturday or in the morning on Sunday. They're really quick. They're really easy to consume, but I really do think the first and third one are truly just absolute standouts when it comes to anime. Yeah, uh, I mean... I haven't seen the second one. I kind of want to yeah, now. I want to. I want to watch Progressive just to see. Um, I think. I think it's but, fine. I think it was trying too hard. It. I don't think it has the same kind of depth as the first two. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious. I'm. I'm curious what I'll think of it because like, this man. one was. <laughs> this. This is the. This one was good enough that I'm not like yeah, fully coolie sucks now. Like which is no, funny. I still love it. A lot of people. Well, I think it's because I show Progressive first, but a lot of people are like, oh, the new sequels are awful. Don't watch them. Like. Nah, they like even though I didn't like Progressive as much as the other one, it was still like on an anime level better than most animes out there. Yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, like do you do you want to know what anime I watched recently or part of I watched what? recently? I want you to guess, Jordan. Naruto. Nah, Dragon's Dogma. What is that? It's on Netflix. When would I have ever guessed that? I don't even know what Dragon's Dogma is. Well, I mean, it's like on the front page of Oh Netflix, no. And it is I terrible oh yikes it's cg is this cgi hold on let me look at this it's all cgi and it is really bad apparently it's also a video game it is it is oh yikes this looks dude this does not look good yeah you'd be correct about that jordan it's very bad 
Netflix is very hit and miss when it comes to its animes. Some of them are really good. Others are Dragon's Dogma. So far for me with animes on Netflix, it's been pretty miss and miss. I like. Well, there was a time like so. Netflix just recently, like within the last like five years, really started pushing their Netflix original animes, and that's why they pushed out so many. But before that, they all suck. But bef- I have not seen a Netflix original anime. Um, I think I've only seen one that I've liked, but I think that's because I've only watched like actually tried to watch one, and that was Dora Hidoro, and I don't think you'll like. Oh my gosh, there are like seven thousand Netflix yes, original. But originally, animes. like when I saw when I first started Holy watching crap. Netflix, there was none of that. There was like only one, and so like. All the ones that were on it before Netflix started making their originals were really good. And then Netflix started yeah. making originals and it's like, okay, stop, please. Like, it's it's well, been, like, there are some that look good. I really want to watch The Great Pretender. That looks really good. And just, I don't know. But anyways, the other thing that we need to talk about. So, okay, so now that I've recommended you something that you liked, do you want to do this, like, little recommendation challenge again? Because I oh yeah definitely I already have my next I already three. Know so- <laughs> I mean I already have at least one thing that's gonna be on my next list. Actually, really, because like you've kind of ruined my list because you've gone and done things on your own accord that I would have recommended to you, like <laughs> watching um Overlord, which yeah because like that was wow, one because you like movie. when I originally mentioned it you don't remember it but you were like oh that doesn't look good I'm like okay, <laughs> but like so but. Have you actually, have you seen Castle in the Sky, the Ghibli movie? How? Uh, it's old. It's like 90s. Howl's Moving Castle. No, no. No, I, I don't think I okay, have Okay, have you seen Porco Rosso? The pig fighter pilot. I don't think pilot. so. Okay, well, those are going on the list because, but yeah, I definitely <laughs> want to do this again because <laughs> so. I definitely have my next list already written out. But the thing that I did this week since we didn't talk about it on the actual World Shop episode, was I read the first um, kind of trade of Hellboy, the Seed of Destruction. Yeah. I kept yeah, calling yeah. it Seeds of Destruction, but apparently it's just Seed of Destruction. Oops. Right. Yeah. I Okay. First of all, I realized that I didn't read as much of it as I thought I did. Because <laughs> when I was reading, it's like, I don't remember any of this. Might as well start from the beginning. <laughs> and so I read from the beginning. But okay, definitely... The first second I started reading, it's like, oh, yeah, no, there's a reason Cody. Like, this is definitely a very Cody property. Like, Hellboy is a Cody character. The things that happen are things that you love and have talked about liking. I'll start with the art. I thought, art? With the art. I thought, I love the art. I just, I love the minimalism of the art, but also, like, the juxtaposition between, like, pure black and then, like, the red that Hellboy is or, like, pitch black and then like you know the blues and stuff that they'll throw in an ape sapien being like a more of like a grayish blue and something else i i like the colors it pops really well i will say i'm definitely gonna have to read stuff in between continuing hellboy because it is so dark color wise not content wise it's just the colors are just so dark and then it's just like you look yeah, at anything but else. They're it's like, oh, beautiful. My I need to get my eyes the rest from like all of the black. But I I love the color. <laughs> I I like I said like you said. Well, are you good? Like you don't have to read the whole thing. It's like I want to though. I want to at least read a good chunk. So I bought the first two omnibuses, which is like six hundred pages. <laughs> good lord. So, so I'm gonna read those. Like I I I, 
I don't have the first one yet, which is why I haven't read it further. Like this, because it's like, oh, it's back ordered, so it'll be here in like two weeks. Like, yeah, whatever. But I liked it. I like the character of Hellboy. I like. I don't. I don't know. I, I like this whole like the the world that he's presented, where it's like, oh, these paranormal investigators are like. This stuff goes on, but it's set during what, like the seventies, eighties, right? Never really specified. Yeah, but but, it, but it's think. set. It's not modern times, and I I like the setting. Not exactly modern. No, it's it's slightly in the past. I like somewhere. how noir it is because I haven't read noir, and like I'm definitely getting the feels of the noir like style. Yeah, a little bit. His it, monologues it, it are that. like what I think of when I think of noir. The like. How he he talks when he's like fighting and stuff. He's like ah, it's like and yeah. then I got angry and like I, I I like the style. I like the art. The story is interesting. So if like I kind of like I have never seen the Hellboy movies either. Like all the way through, I've seen parts of them. So I know it's like I know where it's go. Like the type of stuff it can go to. But I'm excited to see what happens i want to know more about the characters like i want to know more about liz sherman like i want to know more about abe sapien and like hellboy and stuff i don't know if i'm gonna get that because you're giving me like a look right now but i want to know more about um, the characters. you do a little bit um but not as much like the movies abe sapien and liz sherman are just very different characters yeah, that's what i thought like in in the comics liz sherman and abe sapien are not like supporting characters they're like my or so in the movies yeah they're they're so like like the anime where it's like the main character and his two best friends yeah that's not who they are okay in the interesting um and they're also very different like liz sherman is kind of like an emo girl which is not what she is in the comic (laughs) you know she's like a stern woman in the I, comic and i liked her personality in the comic the, a lot and then, i did too i i really like liz sherman in the comic it's one of the things i also like that abe sapien is kind of alien and weird yeah. like he's not like friendly really yeah he's like strange and in the in the movies they just make him data he's just data. yeah and it's like that's really not who he was supposed to be um no, but I, I mean, Seeds of Destruction, it's kind of like sucks that it's the first one because it's kind of my least favorite comic. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's like definitely pretty low on the list, honestly. I, I, I really, like, um, I really liked it and like, it definitely was a good setup for what could come next in Hellboy and I just like, it, got, it gripped me in because like, I mean, they definitely did a lot of like exposition backstory for all three characters. When it's just like now you're saying, oh, they're more minor than they are supporting. It's like, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's way more about Hellboy having random adventures than it is know, like okay. strictly about Liz, Liz Sherman and Abe Sapien. So what I really liked is at the end of the trade that I read, like they had like a couple just random stories of um, Hellboy fighting monsters, and like so the first one was him fighting like Anubis in the desert. Well, what he thinks was Anubis, yeah. and then the second one was like this like nazi head was like with the ape was doing an experiment on the woman and like i just i like yeah the the weird like paranormal one-offs that they did like i thought it was really like oh this dog and suddenly he got bigger is that anubis anubis is that you like i i really 
really liked the 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 one-offs that they did and it just got me so ready to read more of this comic because it's just it's very interesting i've heard so much from you and from other people that i i really just want to give it a try now yeah no i mean i definitely think it's a series worth continuing especially just because like i said the first issue like and i'll say this there's another series called bprd that's about the bureau yeah. the bureau for paranormal defense or research and defense um that it has a little bit more of maybe what you would be thinking <laughs> of of what you would think hellboy okay. is Whereas Hellboy is like a lot more just Hellboy kind of one. And it also changes like over the 10 issues. It's very different at the end than it is at the beginning. Okay. Um, so I, I maybe am wrong about the story overall. Hey, we'll see. But also, mm-hmm. All right. but it's also kind of confusing. There's not exactly a homogenous story. So that also doesn't help, you know? Um, w- one thing that I loved though about Seeds of Destruction is that like, uh, hellboy doesn't kill rasputin at the end of that <laughs> like abe sapien does which <laughs> is just just not what you expect from a comic book called hellboy yeah. and also it was abe sapien possessed by like the one the one guy yeah like, it wasn't even abe sapien it's just like wait like i saw the harpoon come down I'm like wait what's happening right now <laughs> and also i love how the villain in this first one was just straight up rasputin Oh yes, I I was poisoned and shot, and then I heard the message from the great serpent, and it's just like, what? What? A, why are you here? <laughs> yeah, he's he's like a recurring. Oh, awesome! Character. I would say he is more of a recurring character than uh, Liz Sherman is. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'm glad to, I I I enjoyed how just it was like, oh yeah, this picture of all the like Nazi bad guys who were like at this event. And one of them's just straight up Rasputin. <laughs> it's like, oh, yep. <laughs> okay, Rasputin. Ra, ra, Rasputin. It's just in this <laughs> comic. Oh, man, I'm like clicking through it right now, the comic, and I, I love it Well, so I much. I mean, I can't wait to continue. So for recommendation-wise, we can do another one of these soon, but like Hellboy is definitely one I'll be giving you updates on as we keep going through episodes and stuff. Yeah. Because it, it is... I I, en- I enjoyed the crap out of the first one that I read. You, you yeah. I, I don't know. I just can't. I can't. I can't explain it more than just say you gotta it, keep it was, going. It was because it's just very. It different. was one that was nice to just curl up on a fall day and just like it was gloomy outside and just to read like demon hunting thing. It was it was just fun. Also, I forgot this part where there's aliens hanging out in Wait, space. What? There's like one panel where there's aliens oh, it- watching the giant monsters in space. Well, that was supposed to be hell, wasn't it? No, that's not Oh, because hell. he, like, calls on hell, and, like, it shows that scene where they're just like, well, why are they calling out, like, this monster? Don't they know this will destroy their planet? I thought that was them in hell, like, recognizing that they were going to destroy the planet if they called upon the Great Serpent. Uh, I would describe it as vague at best. It, I mean, it was I vague, that that's why I drew on my horror. own, um, <laughs> my own meaning from it, because I didn't get that. I thought they were supposed to be, well, um, hell demons. I will say, like, canonically, hell eventually exists within the canon of, I guess that's what I meant when I said canonically. Yes. Hell eventually exists more specifically, and it is not that. But I also think this is, like, the first issue, and he probably did not have a solid canon in mind from beginning I, to end i, I, I just like like right like, oh yeah the world's gonna like do they know they're gonna end the world if they call upon the great serpent nah who cares <laughs> <It's> like, 
It's like, oh, well, they're humans. They're going to do what they're going to do, you know? But no, I, I really enjoyed it, so I, I look forward to it. I also really want to, like, after reading it all, watch the movies and review the movies. Just be like, they're trash. Well, at least oh, the newest man. one just looks like trash. Um. Oh, the new one was terrible. The new one really tried to follow the comic book and then ruined it horribly. I don't know what it is about. They always make Hellboy stupid. I don't know what the obsession with making Hellboy dumb as a box of rocks is, but he's not supposed to be dumb. He's well, like stoic. I guess it's not when, when, it, when you have like the type of character that he is, where he's he's not like it's not like he's lazy. It's not like he's, but he. I don't know. I guess one take on looking at the comics from just like an outsider perspective in writing it is to write him as dumb because like he he's not like enthusiastic i guess he's not like i don't know just like the type of way he's written in the book you can't i guess someone who's just looking on the outside in can derive dumb from that i guess i don't know i'm trying yeah. to say it in a certain way and i don't know how to describe his character because he's not like he's not like um the ace who gets everything done on the first try like he like struggles a bit too so I guess someone would be like, oh, yeah, well, since right. he's struggling, he's not the greatest, he's not very smart type of thing, I guess. I don't know. I'm trying to explain this. I'm not yeah. explaining I think, I don't know, and this is like, again, something you pick up from reading more of the story is he's like not someone who is um, flippant about the value of mm -hmm. life. And in the in the movies, they just make him like nuts. And I'm like, that's really not what his character was supposed to be. Like, I don't know. But it it doesn't matter. Um, I'm like curious. I kind of want to like go back and read Hellboy now. Hey, hey man, I got more recommendations, so you probably won't have time. I mean, not right now. We're gonna do that <laughs> on a different episode, anyways. So I don't have too much editing to do this weekend. We're gonna end it here, and just know that I mean, within the, like I think maybe like once a month, maybe try to do one of these. Yeah, I think I'm be, fine with that. Great. So come November, we'll do another one. Anyways. Cody, I guess plugs really quick, <laughs> even though we just did them. Uh, check me out at the Wandering Gamer Network on Stuff. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, and OnlyFans. <laughs> God, why are you doing this still? Uh, no, it's just I know, really wherever, like. I just know. Gonna like, get on. I'm just gonna look at OnlyFans later. It is there's going to be a Wandering Gamer page, <laughs> and it's just gonna be you with like pasties on playing a video game. It's just like all I heard of that was with pasties on playing a video fun. game. I'm like, I think I got what you. Yeah, Cody, it's for. just gonna be you pl playing video games in your underwear and pasties. It's great. Anyways, you can check me out at something I guess zero zero at twitch.tv. And also my other podcast, The Side Characters, where we do cultural diversity in nerd culture. And we do not have a um, OnlyFans because we're not perverts. Anyways, <laughs> we'll catch you on the flip hey, side. Don't judge. Bye. Bye.